Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into He's it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? Gobble, 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 and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and welcome to the podcast where for 148 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on Thanksgiving and the rest of the NFL with three guests this week, the Pants Ready Prince with his safe and spicy picks of the week, Charlie Chalk and his lock of the week, and finally, the Gambler and his tease of the week. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show. We're going to be making some picks for the Thanksgiving game, so we wanted to release an episode while people are off with their family and looking for an escape from the craziness that Thanksgiving provides. Don't worry, gambling has got you. Sweet Lord Gambler is here to give you sweet release. Let's go on to Pants Ready Prince and bet number one. Bet number one. Coming up first with his safe and spicy picks of the week is the one, the only, the Pants Ready Prince. Pants Ready Prince, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Americano Thanksgiving, Andrew. Thursday football, what a day to uh, sit at home and make food and eat stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and watch football all day. We need to fatten up for the winter. We need to stay strong in the cold. Yeah. So, yes, eat eat everything you can, drink everything you can, and watch some football. Speaking of watching football, the best way to watch football is be gambling on it. So, Pants Ready Prince, where are you going to go with your safe pick of the week? Well, I'm pissed off with the Giants uh, because I was so confident in my Colts pick last week, and Mm -hmm. then I thought the Giants was the no-brainer. Nope. Apparently, the Lions are on a three-game winning streak, uh, and (laughs) no one sees that coming. No. I am going to go against the New York Giants on this Thursday Thanksgiving football and go with the red-hot Dallas Cowboys. And by red-hot, I mean winners of one game in a row. Uh, <laughs> minus eight. I know usually I think on any other year in any other week, I would be picking the Giants to cover here because, you know, a division game and the Cowboys mm-hmm. don't usually blow teams out on primetime. Uh, that being nope. said, they looked so good last week. Yeah. And the Giants yeah. looked so bad. I just do not see the momentum flipping in either direction. And I think the Cowboys are going to start to roll here. Um, I could also see the Giants rolling the other way and missing the playoffs uh, altogether. Mm-hmm. But this minus eight, I know it's a lot for a division game. But I'm taking it because it's Thanksgiving and it's Dallas. Yeah, I totally know what you're saying. I, You know what? Everything inside of me wants to take the Giants. And that's because I hate the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are super unreliable. And, and get, the Giants are as well now. And I get that. And the Cowboys. in Okay. Uh, favorites on Thanksgiving since 2005 are 5-8 against the spread. All other teams are 28-8 and eight against the spread. Just as favorites. So... Uh, you know, the Cowboys do poorly on Thanksgiving. And this is what scares me about this line because the Giants have been super volatile. They've been losing, you know, they've been only underdogs uh, coming back to win a few times now. And so it really does scare me all over the place, especially because it seems like the pixie dust has fallen off the New York Giants. And I can't name a single cornerback on their team. I think they're going down to their fourth uh, string one now. And that's not good against a high, uh, high-powered offense of the Dallas Cowboys. Trust me, I saw a line out there for nine and a half for the Giants. And I was like, ooh, nine and a half. That's a lot of points. I still can't do it because of last week because the Dallas Cowboys beating the shit out of the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So instead, 
I am going to be taking the under 45 and a half. And I know this is boring. I know everyone wants to sit down, eat food and drink and be happy and cheer for points. But the under 45 and a half, I just don't know where the, I don't know where the Giants are going to score. That's the real biggest issue right now. They run the ball like hell, but they're going to face a ton of stacked boxes. And especially against a pass rush that can get to the quarterback and get into the backfield for the running back, like the Dallas Cowboys, it just scares the hell of me. So I'm going to go 45 and a half under Giants Cowboys. Yeah, the Giants offense is not good enough for how good the Cowboys defense is to to have yes. any chance. It's just this so one dimensional at this point. Like, I mean, I know every single wide receiver in, in Giants history apparently is just going down with injury after injury. <laughs> Please change the field at MetLife. God damn it. Oh, um, God damn it. But at that same time, like the, the Cowboys defense is so good. They know all they have is Saquon Barkley, who's just going to be coming in. Hello, stack the box. Uh, yeah. Zach, Tony Pollard. And then if you ever have third and one or fourth and one, then Zeke punch it in, I guess. That's his only job anymore. <laughs> yes, I love that he is now the bruising big back. Like, yeah. oh, wow, really? Because he gained weight? He's oh, the okay, LeGarrette Blunt of the now. <laughs> yes. He was a top five draft pick to be a running back. And now they're like, hey, do you see A.J. Dillon over there? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Patrick Ricard. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes. Uh, okay, an under and uh, a Dallas bet for you. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting stuff there. So, for our safe picks of the week, where are you going for your spicy pick of the week? All right, well, uh, let's go to the weekend, 4.05 on a Sunday in uh, sunny Arizona, but I'm taking the Chargers minus four and a half because uh, I think this line is just going to move. If you can take it now, get it as small as you can because Kyler Murray I do not think is going to play. They've already hinted Mm. that they're not going to bring him back until after the bye. We don't know if we're going to see Hollywood Brown until after the bye. I do not see... Colt McCoy coming in, and we know the Cardinals suck at home. Going toe-to-toe yep. with the Chargers, I think the Chargers, yep. who played really well against the Chiefs, I think they deserve a little more this Sunday. Yep. You got Arizona with Colt McCoy. I'm taking the I'm taking the Chargers in this one. I just, you know what? Like, yes, we can say, and I think the line says maybe Kyla's gonna play on Sunday. Why? The Cardinals are, are out of Why? it. Yeah. Why risk? further injury you have the bye the week after i don't think we're gonna see him so in that case i think the line's gonna move so take it now take it small where you can get it small baby (laughs) i you know what that cardinals game just drove me crazy last week against the 49ers the monday night football game in mexico uh because i had so many props and you know the prop i gave out at lm uh, at losing money wib is the george kittle over three and a half just barely got there with four receptions but he had three in the first half uh, great. Awesome. We had a TD for him. Oh, all this kind of stuff. Great. But he had all these props for the Cardinals as well. DeAndre Hopkins to score a touchdown. James Conner over reception yards. The problem is they only played three goddamn quarters because they were losing so bad. They took everybody out, including Colt McCoy, the backup quarterback. like, well, nope. Got to take him out. Got to preserve that arm. Oh, for God's sakes, the Cardinals are such a disaster. And now if uh, let go of their offensive coordinator and play caller... Uh, because of an incident that happened in Mexico City, oh. uh, which that's all that that's all they say, which is terrifying. Oh boy! And Rondell <laughs> yeah, Moore's injured now too. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. I, the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're buying Greg Dodge Scotch. Uh, mm-hmm. so, sorry, Greg Dodge <laughs> Stock. <laughs> I need oh, you just got George. Yeah. yeah, is uh, I just the, the two disappointing teams. The Chargers did look good though. They can move the ball down the field. They're getting healthier. Uh, you know, I I I totally see that bet. Uh, you know, I totally see that as as one to go with. You know, on, on a game otherwise that would not be on a television of mine. Yeah. No, All right. So either. for my. <laughs> 
No, no, absolutely not. All right, so for my game, I'm going to be taking the other uh, Thursday Night Football game. I'm going to be taking the New England Patriots. Plus three at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to take the Patriots, obviously. Here's the stat. Here's the stat that my whole bet, my whole thinking is based around. The Vikings are eight and two straight up. Great. But they have a negative point differential. You know how hard it is to be eight and two and have a negative points? And that means, of course, that the teams have scored more points against you than you've scored points. Easy enough, right? In the last 15 years, Bill Belichick has faced 11 teams in November or later who are above 500 and have a negative point differential. Those teams are 1-9 straight up and 0-10 against the spread against the Patriots. Ooh. That's that. I don't need to explain much more than that. That is as easy enough for me. I think this defense is fine-tuned right now. The Patriots defense looks incredible. And uh, and it's Kirk Cousins in prime time. Kirk, yeah. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah, right. That's all you have to say. It's funny because yeah. I went into this one thinking Minnesota just because, you know, I hate New England and just no matter yeah. what, I convince myself knowing that, yes, the defense is playing fantastic. And yes, Kirk Cousins is terrible in primetime, but I'm still going to bet against because I have a problem betting with my hot. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I like yeah, I, I, yeah. me in my head. I'm like, that's a smart bet, Andrew, because I know I yeah. wouldn't bet with my head there. Uh, but yeah, I like I could just. I'm not, I'm not Miss Cleo. I can't see the future, but I can imagine Kirk Cousins. I can already see it with my third eye. His hands on his hips as he's looking down. And he's just because he's thrown his third pick of the game or something like that and going like, God damn it. And you're like, because the worst, worse than, I hate the Patriots too. I hate the Patriots so much. Worse than betting on the Patriots and making money is betting with Kirk Cousins and losing money and going, well, am I the fucking clown that just bet with Kirk Cousins? Of course I'm going to lose. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, this might be an unpopular uh, opinion here, but... Okay. That Sunday night game is the worst set of the three. I don't know why it's the night game. It's the worst set of the three. Oh, that's so interesting. Really? The Minnesota Vikings and New England Patriots are the worst of the three. I just, not Buffalo, not Buffalo, Detroit. I, I understand that Detroit just kind of gets the 1230 slot every single year. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that is a more exciting. Those are two really exciting teams to watch. Watching the Patriots play football right now is not exciting and it's not fun at all. Okay, now that I'm totally with you. I get that there's quality on the team. Like, they are playing well, uh, kind of. The defense is playing really well. But that's not exciting. God, supposedly that New York uh, Jets-Patriots game is just one of the worst watches you could ever have. That was terrible. That was terrible. But yeah. And you also know how bad the last Minnesota game was? Fox has been playing Dallas Cowboys games since since their championship era, so like 30 years now. And they switched in the th- like midway through the third quarter. They're like, well, time to go to another game. Like, that's how bad it was. Jesus Christ. I know. Yeah, so there we go. Kirk Cousins, everybody. So, yes, my pick is going to be the New England Patriots plus three. Well, fans right, Prince. We hope you stuff yourself with lots of turkey, and we hope you have fun losing money. Oh, you know I will. I hope you save some cranberries for me, even though I don't even like them that much. You take it easy. <laughs> Number two. Coming on next, coming off a woo triumphant week, we have on short rest, Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing great, thank you. I'm doing it. Looking forward to Thanksgiving football. Coming off a bit of a streaky week to help all your people yep. win money. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. And Charlie's not going to take much chalk here. He's He oh. is actually taking the, I guess they're the home team, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Against wow. Buffalo and ten points. <laughs> You're so excited. You just you just made your point. So that is your lock of the week. You're going to be taking the Detroit Lions at home plus ten versus the Buffalo Bills. Why is this? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, <laughs> just let's pretend that we don't have much of a defense, and I'm talking about Detroit because that's mm. my team. Okay. Very, very weak, mm-hmm. but we do have <laughs> an weak. offense. We have a great offensive Boy. line. Boy, a great you. offensive line compared to a very small 
Buffalo Bill defensive line. We can run mm. the ball. Um, we can uh, take advantage of that. We're going to eat up the clock. Yep. We've got this all set out, mm-hmm. so it's all going to work out oh, well. Yeah. Bill's ranked 29th against the run right now and against a team that they have, or sorry, an offensive line that they haven't been up against this year. So they are going to run the ball, keep away from Allen, and grind it out. I think it's a, a big plus. They are at home, as I mentioned, but they are good against the spread as an underdog of seven or more. He, uh, Campbell's now 4-0 in his career. Um, everything's pointing towards a cover. It might be backdoor, but don't worry about mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yep. Bills are going to I would imagine be careful it would be, with yeah. their with their players because they're assuming that uh, that they're going to win this very easily. So I, I think that it's going to be a very boring game. Sorry to hear it, but uh, you know what? They're going to run the ball down them, and this is how they're going to control the clock and cover. Well, you know, I I completely I I totally see that side. I'm also going to be taking this game while we talk here, but I'm not. I'm going to be taking the total. But to help your point, because this was the number kicking around in my head. If I were to do this, I would have taken the plus ten as well. And the two numbers I keep looking at is after the eight point win over the Browns last week, the Buffalo Bills are currently oh three and one against the spread in their last four games. So, you know, that's not good. And then the other one is favorites of a TD or more this season in general in the NFL are 12, 23, and 1 against the spread. Wow. Big uh, big spreads like this, big spreads, and there's two of them uh, on Thursday for, for Thanksgiving, you know, do have a really tough time covering uh, with good reason. And, you know, and with good reason against a Lions team that can put up a lot of points and pretty easily, too. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to put up a lot because they're going to have to be careful here. Okay. You don't want Goff throwing the ball. Um, Buffalo still has a pretty good uh, defensive team in general. So um, mm-hmm. they, yep. they, they, well, that's, they, yeah. if they're going to do this, they're going to have to grind it out, as they say. But um, yeah, uh, the, but that's the argument because Buffalo's defense is really good. They're the number that's one correct. DOA uh, defense, but they are missing again. Like we could go through the thing. They're missing Hyde for the season. Totally fine. Trey White has not come back this season yet, and people are getting really frustrated about that. They're missing Greg Rousseau. They're missing Terrain uh, Edmonds. They're going to be missing. Uh, like, is Jordan Poyer going to be playing? Is it like it's? It gets pretty long with that list of. You wonder how long that defense can keep bending and not breaking. So I totally understand the idea that, like, is the defense good? Yes. Is it good week to week, especially on a short rest where they didn't even, you know, this is the other argument. This is the other really big thing I want to talk about is that no NFL team faces short weeks two weeks in a row. It's technically impossible, even if you played on Thursday. Uh, if you play next week's Thursday, well, that's a full week for rest. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills are on a short week twice in a row, not only because they played Sunday and now they're playing Thursday, but because last week they could barely get out of their homes. They didn't practice once. You know, there's real big... Uh, objectives in the way of the Buffalo Bills. And again, they so they just think of it. They played, they won, they tried, they yep. didn't practice Monday because it's a travel day technically because they left to go home. Then they have to yep. come back again. I mean, their whole schedule for the last week oh, and yeah. a half has been terrible. But the other thing is we have to be concerned about is Allen. If it was a normal game mm, and everything yeah. else, Josh Allen would kill them. He'd run the ball more, he'd throw the ball yep. more. It showed last week that listen, let's this guy can do it. He's our franchise. He he ran less. He threw less. He started handing off the ball more. So it won't be an exciting game, but they will grind it out and they will win, but they will not cover. Yeah, 10 points, a lot of points. Yep. I don't know. Yep. We'll, we'll, we, you know. We'll have to see. Oh, wait, I didn't even make my pick yet. Well, what you the have heck to, am I doing Andy, here? You have to. Oh, I, I do. That is kind of the rules here. Do you, here. I'm going to be taking the... Uh, do you, yeah, uh, the that? rules. How was last week? I, I forgot to keep track. How was... How was last week? How, how did you do? You went 2-0. Oh. No, you. Oh, how did I do? I, I went know two I two. won. That's why people oh, okay. listen to me. 
Oh yeah, right. Okay. Of course. Of how course. about, I how about, about I went two and two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. 15, yeah. 15. That doesn't really pay a lot, but anyways, we'll go for there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually technically you lose money. Yeah, that you way. do. Uh, that's funny why how that people, works. That's why the bookies in, in business, but go ahead. Let's hear your pick. Oh, this yeah, week. Keep, they're not tearing down uh, hotels. Yeah, in Vegas. Right. All right. So my pick this week is going to be the under 54 and a half for the bills at lions. Uh, you know what? Everybody, everybody's like, well, tons of points. It's going to get to 60. Let's keep going. The games like that that happen often like that are the ones that go under because they're a little deflating. The over-under for the Bills-Lions is north of 50. Totals of at least 50 played on Thursdays are 24-14-1 to the under in the last 20 years. And Bills road unders are 5-0 and this season by over 10 points, 10.8 points per game. So I just, I, I, I have no doubt there's going to be a lot of points. And even at 54.5 points, that's a lot of points in the game. But I just don't think it's going to be going over. I think that, I think the Bills defense can keep it in check a little bit. And the Bills offense that has been sputtering, that hasn't been that great recently, can keep it under as well. So I'm going to be taking the under 54 and a half. I like that, Andrew. I like it. It's, um, yeah. it, uh, we, we, we just discussed it in depth the whole way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen. So I like your bet. There we go. So, all right. There we go. Charlie Chalk. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you have fun losing money on Thursday. Uh, thank you, Andrew. And you have a great week. <laughs> Bet number three. And our third guest to wrap up the episode is the one, the only, the gambler. Gambler, how you doing? Not too bad. I'm 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 excited for the uh for yeah. the week of football. Uh Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving is always a, a fun time. You have three games on Thanksgiving Day, and then you still have a a, a oh, litany of oh, games yeah. on the weekend. So uh, that's exciting and, and really looking for a bounce. Oh, yeah, back you've, you've been on a little bit of a cold stretch. Well, you had that great, great heater during the UFC, but your tease of the week have gone cold after a really fresh start. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit of a home cook, uh, maybe a little bit of home cooking could do you well at Thanksgiving. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's scarf down some turkey and, and feast on some of these, uh, Flea-infested oh, rat dogs. Go. Some rat dogs, indeed. So, speaking of, let's start. Where are you going with your tease of the week? So, I, I thought it would be appropriate. I, I'm not crazy about all of the Thanksgiving Day matchups, but I thought it would be very appropriate to put a tease together for uh, all three Thanksgiving Day games, just to you know, to stay festive, if nothing else. So, um, game number one, uh, yep. Buffalo uh, traveling. I don't even want to say traveling to Detroit. I mean, they were, did they stay in Detroit? Did they even leave Detroit after last week? Supposedly they left for two and a half days. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Awesome. Just enough to go home and see the one. Shovel everyone out of their home. They're like, okay, goodbye. I got to go play football for a bit. You guys stay in the snow for a while. I'm going to go. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, you know, is it, is it an away game? Is it a neutral field game? I mean, I I expect there to be, you know, a lot of Bills fans Mm -hmm. at this game. Um, You know, I got to give the Lions credit for a while there. It was looking like this game was going to be a dud. It it didn't seem like there would be a reason for the Lion, at least for Lions fans to show up to this game. But the last few weeks, you know, they've got something to cheer for. They've got that mathematical chance to make the playoffs. So I, I, I think the crowd will be, Right. Pretty evenly split, but to me, this game it, it's it's going to be kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. I can see this game being an absolute yep. shootout. I can see both teams just trading scores, which I think bodes very right. well for the Bills. Um, but I can also see this 
game, you know, being a, a shutdown game for the Bills D, if the Bills D kind of, you know, finds a way to stifle uh, Jared Goff and that mm. Lions run game. Um, so, you know, I, I stayed away from the total, but ultimately I, I settled on uh, teasing the Bills down uh, as tempting right. as the Lions were, but I just, I can't trust mm. the Lions in this spot. I, I think there's been too many games where you thought, okay, I'm getting, you know, 14 or more points and the Lions yeah. put up a field yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for that reason, I, I just don't trust the Lions. And as painful as it is to, to take the Bills as a minus three and a half, I, I mean, you know, they are the better team. They're they're supposed to make a Super Bowl run. So uh, give me Bills minus three and a half, uh, teasing them down six points from the nine and a half that they're uh, that they're showing. Okay, right now. so yeah, Bills minus three, three and a half. Excuse me. Uh, it feels like a safer bet. They're the better team than the Detroit Lions. I think that's pretty easily to say. So that's your first leg. Where are you going with second leg? So second leg, um, I'm looking at um, the mighty G-men, not so mighty anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> Feels like they've been neutered. Um, traveling to Dallas, uh, what is you know, become maybe the hottest, if not one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. And uh, the G-men are getting eight and a half, ton of points. Um, I think this is a bit of an overreaction from the embarrassing loss at home to the Lions. Um, but I just think that everybody talked about how New York was either the luckiest team in the league, maybe next Mm -hmm. to Minnesota, but a lot of people said one of the fakest teams or the most fake team in the league. And what I think happened last week is of all teams (laughs) and I'm fucking pissed of course, because it broke my parlay, but of all teams, the Detroit Lions exposed New York. And they showed that if you plug the lanes and if you don't let Saquon run free, well, Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones, basically, right? And I just don't see Dallas with uh, a better better defensive line, without a doubt, than Mm -hmm. than Detroit. I don't see Dallas not taking advantage of the playbook. And conversely... I don't know what New York can do to switch things up because they've got a pretty one-dimensional offense. That offense flows through Saquon running and Daniel Jones maybe being kind of a, a dual-threat uh, quarterback. But the moment you make Daniel Jones throw the ball, things kind of fall apart. Um, now you're talking about uh, Dak Prescott looking better and better. You're talking about uh, Pollard and Zeke you know, rolling in tandem. Although honestly, I think giving the ball to Zeke are just wasted downs. Just, just feed Pollard. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tease this down to Dallas. Right. Minus okay. Two Dallas minus two and a half really hard to argue They, you know, I got out of last Sunday and this is exactly where I started with you as I was like, well, whatever I'm going to do, it's going to be Buffalo and Dallas. I'm going to just take them in the money line and then, you know, throw something else in there. So I can't really argue. That's exactly where I was thinking as well, but is it going to be a two game tease or are we going to be adding a third game to it? No, I think I think we have to wow. stay festive. We've got to complete the Thanksgiving Day yeah. Bowl, we'll call it. Um, and the third game, I think, you know, and I'm sure we'll, I'm <laughs> going to eat my words. The third game was the easiest <laughs> one for me to pick. And all I have to say is Kirk Cousins right. primetime. That's it. That's Kirk Cousins primetime. Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins primetime. That, that's it. I, I, go look at the stats. Uh, you know, the people have coined this uh, this phrase. It's It's certainly not mine. But Kirk Cousins turns into a pumpkin or a jack-o'-lantern uh, yeah, in primetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that reason and for, 
you know, Belichick as as a road dog against uh, a quarterback like Kirk Cousins. I think I think Belichick. I would equate this to like Belichick against rookie QBs. Mm-hmm. Look at his numbers there. I just think it's a really bad matchup, and I think that that New England defense will stifle uh, Minnesota. So for that reason, I like to tease New England up. They were getting right. two and a half. And now with the T's, we're getting them as a plus oh, I eight love that. I love that so much. I, I took, you know, I took New England plus three earlier in the episode. So I can't really argue with that one at all. So there you go. Three games, six points. New England is, oh, man, I love that. The eight and a half, man. And you know what? You're right. That's the one where you're like, oh, that's the easy one. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for somehow Minnesota to beat them by 15. Um, okay. So yes, my, my game, my two games, seven, seven point tees, by the way, seven points. I'm feeling a little exotic here. Minus oh, 140. Oh. Uh, I'm going to be going also to Minnesota and New England. I'm going to take the under 49. If I think that New England's going to win like you do, uh, or win, keep it close. At least we have to believe that they shut down the, the offense of the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings defense is not good. We've seen that. We've seen that a couple of times over and over and over again, but New England's defense is incredible. And so for them to win, yes, they might score somehow 12 points. Like it's 1942 and they're running the Y wing of Y.A. Tittles, New York, New York giants. I, they, they still have to, you know, keep the Vikings uh, offense in check. So I'm going to be taking the New England, uh, Minnesota under 49. And for my second game, like I said earlier, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills minus three. Because, I, I, you know, I saw the number at 10, nine and a half. So it could be two and a half there too as well. But I'm going to take the Bills uh, minus three. I just think that's that's the way to go. I think in the end of the day, even with the short week and the two short weeks combined, I still think they're just a lot better than the Detroit Lions. And especially that the Detroit Lions <laughs> defense sucks at stopping the run. And stops at uh, sucks at uh, stopping the pass. The two really key essentials to football. Uh, and Buffalo is very good. Buffalo's offense is very good. So it could be an interesting with the Buffalo defense and the Detroit Lions offense is very good. But I still like the Buffalo Bills minus three. So that's it. Two games, seven point tees, minus one forty for me. No, that's that's fantastic, and I love that uh, New yeah. England under. I, I think, like you said, if if you're on New England, you almost have to yeah. take the under. So I've been taking a ton of unders for these may these primetime things, Thursdays, Mondays, Sunday nights, unders, you know, especially for the first bit have been super profitable. Now they've come back to earth a little bit, but I think it's time to get back on the train. So there you go. That's the under there. Um, do you have anything else for us? I, I do. And I, I felt it would be, you know, appropriate to tease the people, uh, no pun intended with another, with another, bit, yeah. another teaser. Uh, there were two matchups okay. that I liked, um, on uh, on the weekend games, so the first one is uh, the the Titans hosting oh, the okay. Bengals. Bengals are laying two. Um, I just feel like Tennessee's on a bit of a roll here. I, I think I think that the the Bengals are another one of these Jekyll and Hyde teams. I, I think they're starting to kind of yeah. come together. Um, but man, that Tennessee run game just is looking really, yeah. really, really good. So. When I saw this number and I thought, okay, we can we can tease Tennessee up to plus eight crossing that number. So you're getting Tennessee at home by more mm-hmm. than a touchdown. I have a hard no. time saying no to that. So I like Tennessee plus eight. And the the next one is just a uh, 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 this this poor mule <laughs> that I feel like we've just ridden and uh-huh. beaten. And and it just it's like mm-hmm. a workhorse. It just keeps paying out, and it's oh, and it's yeah, the yeah, Steelers, yeah. the Steelers as a, as a dog. Now we're not getting Tomlin as right. a home dog, which I mean, my God, talk oh, yeah, about yeah. a cash cow. But I don't have any faith in the Colts. I I have a lot more faith in Tomlin's ability 
to to get the defense in line and and to certainly stop that Colts run game. So uh, right now it's the Steelers are getting right. two and a half, and we're going to tease them up to plus mm. eight and a half. Uh, and I love that. I love pairing those two. That the Titans plus eight, the Steelers plus eight and a half. Nothing special. Six points minus one twenty, um, yep. depending on yep. your sports book. Uh, and that's that's my two game tease for the weekend. Yeah, I love both of those. That's that that gives me a lot of pause because you know what the other one is. I love that Tennessee one where it's like the Bengals are better than the Titans. Like, are we sure about this? And also, the Titans are at home and they're like they're getting points. Oh man, I don't know about that. So yes, I love this. I love this two game tease. There you go. That's now we're really in our now we're really in our groove here. Okay, so there you go. Those are your three game and two two game teases along with my two game teases as well. And I'm gonna do a recap right here in a second. But gambler, happy Thanksgiving, and we hope you have fun losing money. I, I appreciate it. I, I hope this is the weekend that we uh, we, we turn the tide and uh, I look forward to the next one. Recap. Okay, here's the recap for our Thanksgiving plus NFL games. I'm going to be taking the Bills at Lions under 54 and a half. I'm going to be taking the New England Patriots plus three and I'm going to be taking the Giants Dallas Cowboys under 45 and a half. My two-game seven-point tease for minus 140 is the New England-Minnesota game under 49 and moving the Buffalo Bills down to a minus three. Charlie Chalk, he likes the Detroit Lions plus 10. How about that? And Pants Roddy Prince, he likes the Dallas Cowboys minus eight and the Chargers minus four and a half. The Gambler has two teases to give us. He has a three-game six-point tease, Buffalo minus three and a half, Dallas minus two and a half, New England plus eight and a half. And his second tease is going to be a two-game six-point tease, Pittsburgh plus eight and a half and Tennessee plus seven and a half. Whoa, that's a lot of bets. Got it? Good. Record check. Okay, as for the record check, you heard you heard a little bit of this because uh, Charlie Chalk was needling me earlier, but I went two and two. I lost with the Steelers plus five. That didn't come that close, to be perfectly honest. But I did win with the Patriots minus three, which I needed all the luck in the world for a last-minute punt return touchdown to win. So the uh, Patriots minus three, but that was my win. And I lost the Eagles minus six and a half. But God knows... I so the the Pittsburgh Prince and I were on two different sides of this, and I was telling him I was betting in game when Buffalo and the Eagles went down, and I was just parlaying money line after money line after money line. So I was white knuckling that game hard. So yes, I did lose him with the minus six and a half, but thank God I won with the money line. Thank God the Eagles won on that one. My two game six point tees at minus one twenty was a winner with the Dallas Cowboys moving to plus five, like they needed that. They won by thirty, and the Buffalo Bills moving to minus two and a half. They won by eight. So two and two week for me. The Panzeri Prince, he went one and one because he lost with the Giants, as a lot of people did, but he did win with Indy, plus seven. Charlie Chalk, he won with Dallas, minus one and a half, easily. And he won with also New England, minus three. So there you go. And the Gambler, he was so close, but his tees did in, ended up losing. He had a three-game six-point tees for plus 160. He won with Pittsburgh, plus 10. Didn't need that. That was easy enough. He won with Washington, plus three. Didn't need that at all. Those were big winners, but he did lose with the Giants. Short week over at Losing Money WIB. That's our free daily picks on Twitter, on Instagram. We went 2-0, which is plus two units. So how about that? Nice and easy. That makes my job real easy when I just, oh, that was it, 2-0. Okay, there you go. No explanations on why we lost all that money. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on these Thanksgiving NFL games. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you join podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WIB on either Twitter or Instagram wherever you decide to waste your time. We'll be back on Friday to lose even more money on the NFL. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by... 
Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!